Welcome to the Rootbound Podcast, an honest plant cocktail hour. We're your hosts. I'm Emma. I'm Samara. And I'm Yelena. We're amateur plant enthusiasts, and we're here to chat about all things plants, life, and what to do when feeling rootbound. The dictionary defines rootbound as a plant having outgrown its pot so that the roots are cramped and tangled, stopping it from growing well. Sometimes we can get a little too comfortable in our nursery pots, and our lives become rootbound without even realizing it. As young women in Los Angeles, we're always looking for ways to branch out, up pot, and improve ourselves. So grab your favorite cocktail and let's get into it. Wow, I can't believe we made it to episode eight. That's dope. It's been a while, I feel like, since we recorded too. I don't know, maybe that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like three weeks. Oh, okay. So right? it's been a little while. Is it? Oh, it was like New Year's. I lost episode. I don't remember when we recorded. That, like dark and stormy. Oh, That's a dangerous trick. Dark, dark and oh, stormy. Gosh. I don't remember that entire episode. <laughs> yeah, the whole POV was mm-hmm. very helpful to jog my memory. Yeah, the having to edit out most of our episode jogged my memory. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was it for you. And then I immediately pushed it out of my brain because I want to forget everything that happened okay. during the episode. What did we episode. even talk about? We talked, we talked about, about goals. We talked about procrastination. We so all everything things, else but... also. Grandma's. <laughs> Grandma's came up. A lot of things. Shrimp. Yeah. Shrimp came up. Oh my gosh, yeah. Anyway, so we move, we submit it, we give it to you, internet people, and now we move on to the next one. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Next one. So, speaking of next one, our live was the French 75, super exciting, and we have a plant today on the podcast, on the podcast, today, the plant for the podcast is a plant that none of us have. We have some history with this plant, but we don't have this plant. Um, currently, it's the aloe vera plant. But the reason that these are our choices for episode eight is because we have another special guest. This person is a friend of ours from back in film school. When asked, she said she is most passionate about a little piece of the internet called The Great Attempt, which is her YouTube channel that she shares with her husband. Snaps for The Great Attempt, we love it. And husbands. Um, and husbands. I don't have one, but can't relate, can't but sounds cool, uh, sure. Uh, another big passion of hers is having the freedom to be creative, and in that, that's in whatever way. She said it could be in film, in acting, in set design, in creating content. She says that she needs to be able to have the atmosphere where she can let herself be creatively free. And I love that. That's an amazing perspective. And I think that she has a really joyful spirit. And I'm really excited to welcome her on the podcast. It's Lene Self. Lene Self. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for letting me be on your podcast. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Thank you for being here. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. And for joining us during a t- tumultuous pandemic time oh always okay, hey, but restaurants are opening on friday this so you weekend. came at a good yes. time yes I, I think i subconsciously planned that you brought yeah. the, you brought the opening yes. with you yes you and you and gavin newsom were like in on it you're like hey so you know i'm like visiting um i really want to see like go to my favorite restaurant mm-hmm. over my cafe, cafe i thought of it over the cafe the wait okay. i guess we should say uh, Lene, you lived in Los Angeles for how long again? So this, yeah, I lived in Los Angeles um, when we went to 
our film school mm-hmm. where I was Emma's roommate for a little bit. Yep, mm-hmm. That's where we met. And then Samara was there also in our program at the it's same okay. time. It's okay. I was alone there. No, you were. <laughs> you <laughs> had your people. You had your we people. We had our people. Because we, got, we like got put together. <laughs> but then after the program, I we got to a really small room. Yeah. I had two roommates. You guys had like five like girls. Five. Yeah, yeah, in one room. Yeah. Oh, no, there were three of us in one room oh. and then two in the other room. Is that equal? Oh, I, I think so. so. I feel like Annie. Did you not yeah. feel like Annie? It's oh, a hard gosh. Like, yeah, of having one roommate. Yelena, you haven't really had any roommates. Imagine having two <laughs> girls in your bedroom. Like, I don't want win. to. I do more. Do not want to imagine <laughs> that. Yeah, it was fun. Five girls. Yeah. yeah. It was a good time. And then after the program, then I got to know Samara, and I was like, well, this girl's pretty cool. So then, like, <laughs> then we became, became friends. So, yes. So that was back in 2018. So wow. I lived out here for the film program. Um, and then the film program ended, and I stayed for a few months during the summer to continue working and casting. Um, as well as audition for some acting projects. And then I had a thing called my senior year at college, which sucked. Um, so I had to fly back to Philadelphia um, and finish my senior year of school, which was so fun. Um, but, you know, I got a degree. Well, if that matters anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I was out there, finished school. And then I came out for the second time for pilot season last year. So it's been a whole year since I've been in this place. It's changed so much. There's so many more plants, guys. <laughs> so many. Yeah. You shared a room with yes, me, I did. right? Yes. Okay, so oh, I had a bunk bed <laughs> at the time. The famous bunk the bed. The famous oh. bunk bed from our studio years. Oh my yes. gosh. I, it's now gone. I saw, I saw. <laughs> I was like, I I'm very happy for you <laughs> that that's gone. <laughs> the bunk bed is over. I mean, although, oh, let's think about it. I could have converted that into like, a garden, like, oh, bed or something. Oh, like, plants on the top? A bunk bed? Maybe. Dang it, Is, is, that, is, is that, like, a new trend? Is, is it? that a trend? Oh, oh turned into yes. planters. Hold up. And it was, like, black yeah. and um, metal. So if I would have, like, laid planks, like, wood yeah. planks, uh-huh. like, above. Uh-huh. The oh. only thing I'd be a little worried about is, like, water, water and, like, lots of bugs and that yeah. kind of thing. But... Hey, quick and easy, if you want to add a lot of plants to your room, but don't have a lot, a lot of room in general, get a bunk bed. <laughs> you kick out the former roommate and then get it like, yeah, and then get the top plant. Nah, that, but that was funny. Every single time I like got on the top of that, I felt horrible because it would squeak. It's the squeakiest. So much. I was like, because I like, after, I think it was acting class or something, I came home really late and you were like being so productive, being like a worker, have to wake up early in the morning and I would try so hard to not wake you up. I don't even remember what I was doing during those months. Was I even working? I think it was. I think you were working on um, the uh, TV show. I think it's the film, the one film. Yeah, I mean, there's been how many? There's been a few. Yeah, I don't know. It yeah. all blurs together. Yeah. I guess at the this point. The bunk bed times. But the bunk bed. The, bu- the yeah. Yeah. We love the. We love center. The and then COVID <laughs> happened, and then I flew back to Pennsylvania, and then got married. So I'm, yeah. But yeah. And now where do you live? Yeah. What? Mm. Now I live in Dallas, Texas. Where everyone from LA is moving Ooh, to. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say I went there before it was cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> because you married a Texan. Yes, yes. And that is true. He, yeah. he went to Philadelphia for a year, so I guess I'll take him back to his home roots. His roots. How? You uprooted <laughs> him. Oh. And now you're root bound to Texas. Oh, yes. Wow. He cried when he like stepped foot in the state again. People in Texas, and guys, it's crazy. Wow. We could do a whole segment on like Texas. That's insane. It's what intense. I think is radical, mm-hmm. the fact that 
he insisted that dirt from oh Texas my gosh. be brought from, so dirt from Texas was flown in a jar to their wedding and then put on the altar where they stood to get married because he wanted to get married on Texas soil. <laughs> this is, it was so funny. Red. Red. Oh my gosh. It was, it was amazing. I like, it worked out, but it, no, the thing that was crazy is that we told his parents, we're like, hey, just like mail some dirt that you find in the backyard. And they mailed a, like a square foot of sod. Like, so, like, uh, I, I don't, so, so some is, like, I guess, grass, grass in a yeah. thing. I don't know. So they mailed it, and I, like, open up this thing, and I'm like, oh. So that ended up, like, getting really gross and, like, moldy or something because it was stuck um, while we were away. But we used some of that dirt, and then they also brought more dirt. But we had, like, a very small, like, intimate wedding in my, my parents' backyard mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania, and it was just, like, our family in, in the middle of COVID. But COVID everyone was safe. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so during the ceremony, it was like, before we marry this couple off, my brother, he was the one um, ordaining, he's like, it has been requested by the groom that he be married upon Texas soil. Oh, yes. <laughs> so they so pulled out it. Yes. The whole so thing. funny. Oh, oh and gosh. his one friend who poured it, he like, the jar was huge. And so he was like pouring it and he's like, I don't know how much we need to go. And then you see the, my mother-in-law, Shelly, he's like, that's okay. That's enough. He's like, Okay. Just like goes back. <laughs> it was really cute. That's so funny. Only, only Texans. Wow. <laughs> so that would have been a good moment to reenact the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes! Dar- 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 I don't even think of that. But you can't have it. <laughs> I, so I just always think of that whenever I think of dirt. Uh, I watched that like. Jar. It's a good movie. We had a marathon of that like two weeks ago. It's oh, a good, so it's good. A good movie. Great movie. Oh, yeah. So Best. So yeah. you're in Texas now, yes. but now, and it's been a full year yeah. since you've been here. Yeah, because of COVID. It's been a full year of COVID, guys. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, wait. Well, we have one month because it was a week after my birthday. Oh, true, true. It was middle yeah. of March. I remember oh, it was yeah, yeah. March. I, yeah, I was here until March, mm-hmm. but I was here at this time. Because that's sure. when uh, Rhett flew here to propose. Yeah. Yep. Which was epic. You guys can watch oh. that on TikTok. It ended up going viral on TikTok. Yeah. Which was insane. Wait, when did you get married? Um, June 14th of last no. year. Oh, I didn't think about that. Um, yeah, 2020. So you were engaged for how long? Oh, so um, <laughs> he flew out February, um, is the end of February, and we got we got engaged at Point Dume, Malibu, best place ever. We had our first date. Um, so he did so good. You guys got me so good. Yeah. Um, surprised. Yes. Very good. Um, and then, yeah, so end of February, and then got married June of the same year. So only a few months. Like four yeah, months. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we did it. Yeah. And I'm very happy that, like, we had, it's not bad, but I was, like, kind of happy that COVID allowed me to, like, live back at home for a couple months to just be with my family, because that was the first mm-hmm. time I lived at home since I graduated high school. Um, so it was good to be there and be with my family and my parents. And like, I have a huge Murphy clan on my mom's side. So we weren't able to have a bunch of people at the wedding because of COVID. But um, at the end of the day, I'm very happy that like, you were able to have just like a, a small, intimate, like 20 person wedding. Yeah. And like, cause we got to just, it was so chill. Like at one point I just go out in my dress with my nephew and I'm on like, almost sitting on the ground just being with my family and it was mm-hmm. really cool yeah, yeah. Sounds really yeah. Nice. i have heard from a lot of people they're like 
COVID is a great time to get married because you have the excuse. That's what yes. I said. And have a small wedding, and I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. last one more year of COVID. Just kidding. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Weddings are oh, so expensive. Yeah. 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 Mm. And there, I mean, we have a mutual friend too who is like, planning a wedding this summer and because of COVID and how long it's lasted mm-hmm. they were like we don't want to sacrifice the big wedding that we want so we're postponing yeah. it a whole other year oh so it's so been like two years yeah uh, or like a year and a half I yeah. guess I feel bad for people that had like it planned like mm-hmm. to a T mm-hmm. because like especially with big weddings and how much money goes into that mm-hmm. just like I can't imagine getting that whole thing just kind of cancelled mm-hmm. yeah that'd be so much planning mm-hmm. probably people with Flights already mm-hmm. scheduled, venues, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, too yeah. much. And crazy. Not fun. Mm-hmm. That's we're not part of that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh, crazy. But now you're in LA. Ayo, I came, I came back. And why are you in LA? Ooh, okay. So <laughs> I am back in LA to um help a friend out. You know, to star in a um short film written and directed by our very own Emma Emma Rose Lee. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the fact. That's yes. Fact. I I remember when I sent the script to you, and I was like, oh my gosh, will you read this for me? I wrote it, like, I stayed up all night and wrote it. And you're like, yeah, sure. And then it went through a couple of drafts, whatever, like, you gave me some feedback on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is dope. And you're like, I want to do this. Like, this is, a, like, you could totally do this, blah, blah, blah. And we were kind of going back and forth, and I was like, wait, like, for real? <laughs> like, you want to do it? Like, for real? let's do it. And you're oh like, gosh. yeah, like, I'll fly out. And I was like... No! <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh, gosh, are you serious? I was like, what? Like, yeah. huge compliment, like, so flattered. And I was like, all right. So after you were like, I'll fly out. Then I just started calling people, and it just kind of came, it just happened. It just kind of came yeah. together. So this weekend, two days. Mm-hmm. I I had on my phone the tape I sent you, and I was laughing because because it was you, and I'm just like, yeah. oh, well, yeah, I'll read. Like, I wasn't even thinking that it was like, oh, well, here, let me show you, like, what I could bring to this role. It was literally like, oh, you wrote something, and you want to see it, like, shown on camera. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll have fun with it. And I remember I filmed it, and then, like, I went off screen, and I just slid into, it. like, into frame again, and I was like, hey. <laughs> like, I just edited it on such a weird note, and I found it the other day. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's when she knew she wanted me to play the role. That was it. <laughs> it, was, it was the slide-in that wasn't written I into the script. Definitely bruised my hip on that one. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Stop bruising yourself. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And it worked out because you came out, and you're here for more than, like, 24 hours, so you can come on the pod and yeah. chat it up. So, hey, let's get into, so every time we have a guest, well, we've only had one guest, but basically we have, like, a list of, <laughs> every single time, every single time, we have some um, guest questions, which Ooh. I sent to you before, and so I'm going to rapid fire these guest questions Ugh. at you, and, uh, <laughs> and then we'll, we'll get into right. our details of the episode. So, yeah, um... We kind of mentioned it at the beginning, but we have the cocktail that you were saying that's one of your favorites, right? Mm-hmm. French 75. Um, you said another cocktail too, right? Palomas. The Paloma. Yeah. Yeah. Palomas also. Which is a new thing. How do you make your Palomas? Um, okay. So I've tried it a few ways, but the reason I found it and loved it is there's a bookstore in Dallas in Bishop Arts um, where there is, it's a coffee shop and a, like a bar. And Ooh. I was like, oh, a Paloma. Grapefruit. I love grapefruit. Like, yeah. why not? And so it was like grapefruit um, soda. 
lime and gin and I tried that and then I started like my obsession with gin again um yeah and so when I'm home and I'm making it um I make sure to get grapefruit soda and not grapefruit juice because the bubbles yeah the bubbles and I was like well maybe grapefruit juice and like Topo Chico or something yeah um but it's still not the same so definitely have to get like grapefruit soda um a little bit of lime and then gin and it's like amazing (laughs) nice and we were saying last episode or two episodes ago. Or when we did, when we did the aviation. Oh, oh. Ago, gin. Yeah, we were like, gin. well, I'll try some more gin drinks. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. Gin drinks. Yeah. We, we the, haven't had Palomas here. We wait, what's the... What, so, why is French 75 your favorite? Okay, so French 75, <clears throat> when I lived here with... Um, last year, um, living with someone who was, at the time, getting her bartending les- license? Mm-hmm. Is it a license? Or certificate? Or, I was, yeah, I was in, like, a course thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was amazing because... Emma made me a lot of drinks. Um, and <laughs> one, I don't know if he was like, you had to practice it or you just liked it. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, do you want a French like that? And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> because Emma's like amazing and can speak French. And I've always admired that. And I'm, I, during this quarantine, I've tried to teach myself um, Duolingo, Duolingo French. I've been listening to, um, oh, Coffee Break French too. Yeah, that podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will say, as soon as. I finished watching Emily in Paris. Yes, that's also it. I downloaded Duolingo. <laughs> yes. But yes. I started, I stopped after like two weeks. But let's just, yeah. I wonder if so the good. like increase in 100%. people trying to learn French. Yeah. Like after Emily in Paris. After Emily in Paris. 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. But so I anyway, just want to say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> love that show. Shout out to Emily in Paris. <laughs> but I think it's female directed too. It is, yeah. yeah nice. So good. Um, but yeah, so. I I was doing pretty well though. I was like I had every morning I had like a list because I'm I have to be productive during the day. That's just how I am. And so it was like wake up, work out, do my um do my French study or something. And so I listened to Coffee Break French and music. But I remember it started um, when I lived here with you and you made this for me. And I was just like wait a second. And I was so amazed by it. it was so good. Yeah. And I remember after living here and you made it for me. I loved because I love champagne and like mm-hmm. I love citrus and I learned that I love gin. So all those together was just really good. Um, but I remember I went to a bar and after living with you and I was like, "Are you getting a French seventy-five? Because I missed it so much. And they're like, "What? What is that?" And I'm like, "You guys are culture. It's no, it's fine. Only Emma knows." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like some bars don't have mm-hmm. champagne as much. It makes sense, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, but it seems more of a, like a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Type thing. But like upscale bars. They have mimosas everywhere. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like you got some gin and lemons and champagne. Let's go, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But for my bachelorette party, they were like, "What are your favorite drinks?" And I was like, at, at the time, it was a um, oh my gosh, a Moscow Mule, and love it. Um, I was like in front of seventy five. So like Hannah, mm-hmm. shout out to Hannah Kolo, the best person ever. Yeah. Um, she. Got all the ingredients and we had French 75s from a bachelorette party. Oh, oh that's nice. Yeah, I didn't know that. That was such a yeah. part of like your favorite drink. Yeah. I, know. I thought so that was good. like some other thing. No, that's it's awesome. so good. I love oh, it. gosh. I didn't even think of like fancy drinks for a bachelorette party. I just like, you know, <laughs> shit. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, only, no, sometimes <laughs> only like whiskey. Yes. Like, well, <laughs> well, now I'm like starting to curate a menu. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 my menu. Drinks. Mm-hmm. What nice. are my alcohols? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it. I were to plan some sort of uh, 
um, holy matrimony ceremony. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I would make a menu of cocktails based off the love story. Stop. That's cute. So I'd be like, the place you first met. Like, that's called a this. Or it's oh. called, like, a... Uh, a beachside something like beachside smooch and that's like a cocktail and then like another one is like the name of the first place you went and then like the place we proposed that's like on on the list of things question okay talking about like making names for drinks okay so yeah (laughs) think of a name for this because um Rhett and I were trying to figure out what it would be called because this was after we watched Pirates of the Caribbean and the last one whenever I don't know if there's not the last one because there's so many but the third one whenever they like go into Davy Joe's locker and there's like that green light at the end of yes. like when the sun sets and stuff. Mm. Okay, mm. so we made a drink. It was like a tequila sunrise, but instead of using um <gasps> the instead of using Brandine? Yeah, we used the blue curacao. Okay. Instead, because we had so much of it. So it made it green. So it made it green and yeah. So we're like it tasted good. So we're like trying to think of a name for it. And I was like, oh well kinda of reminds me of like the green light thing in Pats the Caribbean, but I don't know what that is. Particular green flash. Because it's called the green flash, I think. Green flash? Or the green light. So you can call it the green flash. Green lantern. Mm-hmm. If you want to get all superhero. Super super yes. yes. But it's a light. It's a flash. That's true. Yeah, green flash. lantern. You can call it the green lantern. Green lantern. I can, I'll like think it. on it and see if I can get any mm. more creative. That's that's cool. That's a good little yeah. adaptation. That's why I like this type of drink, too. Like the sours. Because mm-hmm. like we said on the live, you can really mess with it however you want. Yeah. Add some stuff. Change it up. Yeah. Anyways, and then, uh, so your favorite, that's your drink. Mm-hmm. Favorite plant is the aloe vera plant. Why is that? Okay, so I, my mom has so many plants in the house. And, like, growing up, I never thought of her as, like, having a green thumb and stuff. But, like, she would always have her flowers outside. And, like, for her birthday or Mother's Day, we would always, like, put um, flowers in the, the windowsill. And she just has so many flowers. And I remember growing up that there would always be an aloe vera plant. And so I think I relate to that plant so much because it reminds me of home. Mm. And no matter like where I'm at, I'm like, oh, my mom. Like, so I see it and I just think of my mom um, and her elevator plants and just in her kitchen. It's interesting. I have a, I have a picture because she said it to me when I was like, hey, how's your elevator plant? She's like, oh, let me show you. It has grown so much. Like, I, I'm going to show you guys. Yeah, yeah. We'll, show, we'll put it on the root. It, it's, like, it's insane. Like, she, it's so important. Like, she can't even, like, get it out of the, of the situation. Really? Yeah. Like, it's to, like, the, it's, I don't know if I, since we're on a podcast, but I'm going to show you. Yeah. No, so, okay. it's, like, here. But, like, oh, it's oh, wow. going behind. Wow. Oh, with these pictures of Yeah. Like, it is, like, insane. And yeah, so it's like that whole thing and it goes down. Wow. Oh, wait, so that's the pot up there. Yeah, that's the pot, like, and it's like literally on the ground. She's like, I have no idea what happened, but that's like <laughs> one thing that just expanded. Wow. Speaking of Birds of the Caribbean, that looks like uh, Davy Jones' oh testicles. Yes, <laughs> yes, it does. But yeah, so uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I love it. I love it. <laughs> hey, so oh just cure scurvy or whatever, like sea. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The sea sickness. I know that. That's how the gin and tonic was invented. Ayo. We'll keep oh that story for later. Um, but yeah, so um, that's why I like love it because it just reminds me of my mom and home and also um, 
for being a pale girl. Um, I just get burnt all the time. <laughs> and so instead of just using, like, the lotion aloe vera, I would just go home and be like, Mom, I'm burnt. And so she'd cut <laughs> off aloe vera and just, like, stick it to me, and it worked so much better. Really? So yeah. how do you cut it, like, in half, like, the leaf in half, and then stick the leaf on you? You or can, you, like, or squeeze out the... you squeeze out the juice. That's oh. how That's how I would do it. It's a pro of being burned all the time. <laughs> Fair skin, hardcore. But, yeah, so that just, like... I'm like, it's really cool that it has medicinal purposes as well. Wow, yeah. I've also seen people, like, cut out the insides and blend it in smoothies and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, or, like, fry it. I've seen, like, there's, oh. like, fried aloe or something. Yeah, I think there was good. something at Coachella. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> people be weird out there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Desert. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so cool. Do you have any aloe vera plants at your home in Texas? Um, so, I'm trying to remember. Um... I got one that I thought was an aloe vera plant, but it definitely isn't. It's the one that I sent you. Whatever. You sent the picture of me. Yeah, yeah. of the, the macrame thing. Yeah. When I got your macrame, I was like, oh, I want to go get one. And so I thought it was it. It got it from like Lowe's or something. It definitely wasn't. Oh. I don't know what plant that is. I need to figure that out. Um, <laughs> but that poor thing is not doing too well right now. Um, but the only, uh, my main plant that's at home, um, his name is Murph, or for Murphy. Oh, cute. So there's a, that one's like, my plant because we have probably like a I don't know if this is a question later of how many plants I have it is should I yeah. should we just get into the question should I? okay okay first question rate your relationship with oh. plants from one to ten. Oh gosh no uh definitely not that good probably four okay. I'm trying I'm learning okay I'm really that's learning. good what was your first plant experience slash did anyone inspire you to collect plants okay yeah so this is where I was gonna get into it okay, okay perfect so my mother inspired me to collect plants um because she gave me and my sister our first plant and so that's the one that's at home, and it's a snake plant. Oh. Um, and um, that one is named Murph or Murphy um, because it is um, from um, my grandfather's funeral. Oh. Like, so he passed away in 2013. Oh. And so it was from one of the, like, arrangements that had at the funeral, and my mom took clipping and um, potted them and gave one to my sister and one to me and mine is like huge now like those things took off and wow. I, I took it I've taken it with me and when I went to college um, when I came out here I left it at Rhett's place he didn't water it for like he for, he didn't know it was in the windowsill but he didn't <laughs> so it wasn't watered for three months and it's like fine oh my like, gosh it's, it grew it during that time it. I oh know and which it would have been fine but like yeah. then it's in Texas with us and so that's like my main plant we have a bunch of succulents and stuff around but like that one's like Murph because my family's um because my granddad's name was Wolverton the Lost Murphy so wow. I named it like Murphy or Murph um Cute. but yeah that's like where my love of plants came from. So wait, mom. how long did you have the snake plant for then? So it, it was so 2013 is whenever it, like the arrangement came into our lives. For eight years, for seven uh, years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? Because there were 2021. Well, what minus two? I guess <laughs> December. It was a day before my 13th birthday. Oh, wait, so wait, 13th birthday. That's not 2013. Wait, how that long? That would have been now? earlier. That's. 11 years old. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Yeah. That's old. Is yeah. it, so is it, like, huge now? Yeah, here's, oh. I have a picture, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll show you all the pics. But, yeah, so this one, awesome. it's a really crappy picture, because I said to my mom, I'm like, hey, what is this called? Because I didn't know if it was, but, like. Oh, that's toy sense of area. You can yeah. see the little ridges in it. Yeah. But it looks like a different wow. style. But, yeah, it's definitely, like, taking off, and underneath mm-hmm. it's, because it's, like, getting overgrown now, and I have to, like, um, 
kind of separate it. Is it root bound? I think it might be. That's why I came to the show. So you guys can help me figure out how to do this. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got yeah. it. Definitely, that would be fun too. Um, one of my favorite things is always like take it out and see all the roots. Like, Ooh. Yeah. Okay, uh, so this is probably the same answer. Do you have a favorite plant and why? Yeah. Same one? Yeah, I would say. Nice. In between the aloe vera and the snake plant, yeah. Okay. Just because of the two. Uh, how many plants do you have in total? Okay, so I think I counted before I came. <clears throat> nice. And I think it's 11. Wow. Um, but it sounds like a lot, but a bunch of them are small succulents. Okay. So, uh, well. <laughs> Cows. Um, the little ones count. The little ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of succulents because we, uh, we helped out a friend whenever she was getting married, um, and her mom, I think, they grew the succulents in the backyard for party favors. Oh, so at the end of the wedding, they, like, there was a lot of extra, and I was like, okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you don't want them, and I, like, took a bunch. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, do you have any plant-inspired art or clothing? So, okay. I, um, you know that tote bag that I sent you mm-hmm. with the, so I brought my other one that's, like, from Dallas, um, or it says Dallas weather, and it's like even Californians can survive. I don't. It's a joke because the weather is so up and down. But I got another one, and it has like um, I don't know what plant it is though. It's just like these um, like it's a pot with some plants coming out of it, and Ooh. it's really cute. Um, but yeah, that's the one piece of art. Um, I'm looking to don't tell my husband this, but I'm looking to redecorate my house, um, <laughs> even though we just moved in, and just like I I just have too many styles that I love, and so I want to. Um, Kind of bring in some prints like the ones that you made, which are amazing, by the way. Samara. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, love I should those. put. We should put them on roots sometimes. Yeah. Or, or root bound, because it's like plants. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Like I did love it. Graphic Instagrams. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to put some prints up of plants, but at this yeah. time, since we did try to go through a process of getting rid of a lot of stuff, I don't have too many things. Yeah, I can imagine that process. Like, you both lived lives outside of college so you kind of had like it's 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 different than if you got married right outside of school because mm-hmm. you just had like your dorm room and your kid room but like, yeah. you had lives outside of college so imagine the coagulation of all the yeah. things was a uh, quite a you should experience be, yeah you should be very proud of us though because um it was from you where I learned like every time you move you get rid of a bag of clothes yeah and like donate and so literally I've been through like a uh, like wanting to be a m- more minimalistic and so like almost every month or every other month I go through my clothes and I try to get rid of stuff nice. and so we moved from Philadelphia to Texas and we fit all our stuff for both of us in both our cars wow and I have a Honda like a cord <laughs> wow yeah and we didn't I mean we didn't have our furniture because like we got hand-me-downs from his family and stuff but like yeah. most of our stuff we got it in the car which was insane so like decor clothes like kitchenware yeah. gifts from the wedding everything yep wow that's Very awesome proud. that's amazing we're proud yeah, yeah so do you live in a house now or are you in an apartment or? yeah we're like in a um i think what they did um they took like a i guess it was like a guest house slash a garage and they um renovated into a like kind of a garage apartment type of house and so we don't like have um like other people living on the premises it's just like this is our home which is great because we love um living where the landlord it's just like we know the landlord personally versus like a big apartment complex kind of like how you guys are yeah yeah Yeah. having the companies is always hard yeah you can hardly even talk to a single person yeah and so like everywhere that we've lived um for both of us we've had like 
a situation where like we can like it's the landlord owning like a few properties or just that property and like we work through that and it just makes us feel more like I guess able to communicate yeah. issues and just totally. yeah we like it Nice. Yeah. And they're 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 cool about like redecorating and well, like, like can you do Yeah. Anything? Well <laughs> right now the paint situation is so funny. It looks like there's Dalmatian prints all over the wall <gasps> because um the the maintenance guys came and they were amazing. I freaking love their crew. They're so great. <laughs> and so I sat there, we moved in and um the one guy came in and he went to touch up the paint on the walls oh. and um the guy um, the landlord came with paint and he like tested me. He's like, oh yeah, this is the same color. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. And so I'm there doing work, um, editing and stuff. And the other guy comes in, starts touching up paint. We're having a great conversation in there probably like an hour and a half or something. He does the whole bedroom and the living room. And then we're like, shouldn't paint be dried by now? And we noticed that the paint was a different shade. It's like a darker, like it's a the paint that was on there is like a matte gray blue, and the one that he touched up with is a shiny darker blue. Oh no! So it's like, oh gosh, it's insane, mm. and there's just random splotches all over the wall. And I've been like, hey, if you want to give me that paint, I'll paint it myself. Yeah, because um, I'm working yeah. from home, so I'm just see it, and it kills me. But yeah. they're like, it's like an artistic choice, I think. Um, but yeah, so I think he's okay with me painting. <laughs> oh, good. <That's> <laughs> when I fixed yeah. that mistake, yeah. but At the end cool. of the day, you're, like, actually helping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, last question. Cool. How do plants make you feel, slash, why do you collect them, slash, how do they connect to what you're most passionate about? Slash. <laughs> slash. Slash. Um, so, once again, how do plants make you feel, why do you collect them or have them, and how do they connect to what makes you most passionate? Okay. So I would say that the reason that I connect to plants is because of the the feeling of being in nature. Mm. And so, like, on a spiritual level, like, I feel like anytime I'm in nature, that's when I'm closest to um, my creator. Yeah. And, like, that's why I'm obsessed with astronomy and um, looking up at the stars and just seeing how, like, vast our universe is. And that's when I feel the closest and connected spiritually to um what I call as God um but yeah so through that like I feel like God talks to me through nature and that also is whenever I'm just in a field surrounded by trees and just like being one with nature and I just feel so uplifted being in what we as humans have been able to live amongst and so um I just ever since I was little I've always loved plants I remember growing up my sister and I um there would be these willow trees out back and we would just swing on them and that's just like a, like that whole time of my childhood of where we lived that that time that's the only memory I have of that is the willow trees <laughs> and so it's just interesting to see how like plants can kind of have this big memory in your childhood or just in your life in general and I don't know it's just something that's always been there and just knowing that you can have something that's live around you and also growing during the time that you're growing is very poetic to me. Snap. <laughs> wow, girl. Yeah. Snap. <laughs> Amazing. Hell yeah. That's so cool. I love that. I also, I feel like when you have things, exactly what you said, when you have things that are growing around you, whether that's like a community that's growing mm-hmm. or a plant that, I've never looked at a plant that way before, but it's like, yeah, you're growing too. It's okay. We'll, we'll probably get some cuttings. This part kind of died, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep it going. Like yeah. all that stuff. Like that's always 
a um, encouragement to continue to grow like yourself. Yeah. And you see yeah. that around you in your community. Yeah. And like something, oh man, I remember in college, like there was a moment that I just like took a step back and I was like, it's so interesting that things grow upward. Like, and it's just like, it's like it's reaching to the sky mm-hmm. and just like leaves and tree branches and everything. It's just like, it's reaching towards something. And that's just what like has always driven me and like wanting to keep reaching for something. And I mean, I mean, that's probably why I've always struggled with contentment, but, um, which I'm working at. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting to kind of see like how you said about like pieces that like die off and we got to like clip those. But like, I mean, being someone that has a lot of interest in different areas, like sometimes those paths that you've always dreamed about and you thought that it, life was going to go this way, it's that part kind of died off. And it's like, well, this is actually growing, so let's follow that. And you might have to like kind of readjust your path. But I don't know. Plants are like very interesting to kind of mirror and look at how they parallel life with humans. But yeah. Yeah. So that's the episode. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, I went real deep right there. <laughs> We're that talking awesome. moisturizing with aloe vera. Yeah. <laughs> also, I guess aloe vera. Um, and <laughs> life and nature and beauty and all wow. things great. All, all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How? So then, how? Besides looking at a plant mm-hmm. and being like, oh yeah, you're growing, you're reaching for something. I need to be growing, you're reaching for something too. Being someone interested in a lot of different things, how mm-hmm. do you moisturize or <laughs> or nurture those elements of your life? Like, mm-hmm. how do you keep them going? Mm-hmm. I think lately, like, just because a lot of changes happen, I mean, even just 2020, but just trying to see what works best for you and, like, being able to kind of be in your zone, be in the creative atmosphere of, like, what you need to grow and what you need to focus on. Um, it's funny because I've always considered myself a very spontaneous and versatile person, but lately, I mean, my husband's a, like, more organized planner, um, but realizing that, like, I do need actual structure and, like, having, like, daily goals has helped me so much, so, like, every day before I go to bed, I, like, wake, or, before I go to bed, (laughs) I put a list of, like, what I need to do that day, whether it be, like, okay, wake up, listen to, like, a church home podcast or, like, listen to a French podcast, and just everything that I need to get through that day and it's help helps me stay on track because I like it's easy to get distracted by things like whether it be like grab your phone and like look at something and so I I realized that like through that and um all like the all the goals I have um with all my creative outlets whether that be my Etsy shop or acting or the great attempt like there's a lot of things that I have that I want to kind of water the plants <laughs> to see them flourish um you and can't forget to water them yes you can't. <laughs> and you can't overwater them yes either mm-hmm. that's a good point i wonder if that's something there no, because gee. then you get too watered down oh it's heavy you get and, too tired of and it yes you like, root rot yeah your yeah. roots rot yeah Ooh. so the place maybe where you started with that goal just you're like, oh, I put yeah. too yeah. much into it. It's and like when you're talking about your favorite yeah. foods. You're like, oh, I had too much of it, and now I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, sick of it. New. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, where are you getting your inspiration? Where are you getting your source of life from? And for plants, it's like sun. Yeah. And so, like, whatever that is for you, like, maybe you need to, if you are watering it too much, maybe you need to kind of just refocus your energy and your time back to the source of life and see mm-hmm. like hey take a step back I've been doing so much why isn't these doors opening up like maybe take a step back and be like okay let me re reevaluate and look at like 
where I need to actually focus my energy. Yeah. 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 I think like yeah. that's the hardest thing ever. Yeah. So hard. Preach. <laughs> it's easier said than done yeah. for everything, including watering your plants, because I'm still learning that. <laughs> so speaking of watering all these different things, you have a lot of endeavors. Yeah. Do you want to go into more detail about yeah. what they are? I would love to. Um, okay, so the main focus that has been on the forefront of my mind lately and um, taking up most of my time and energy, which I'm very happy, um, it's called The Great Attempt, and that is a vlog that I created with my husband. Um, and so The Great Attempt is actually more of um, an idea of that there are so many things in life that we have to attempt, like whether it be um, a change that is unexpected or a change that you have been wanting for a while, like whether you are moving to a new city or trying a new job or trying a new hobby, there's so many things in life that you have to attempt and you have to try mm -hmm. at. And so The Great Attempt was like it came out of the idea that life is too short for the what if game mm -hmm. and so it's like yeah we can live in the in a world where we're like well i would love if i could try cooking or cake decorating or skydiving um but maybe another time and like i don't want us to be at the end of our lives and be like well what if we actually tried that because life is way too short and it goes by so quickly and mm -hmm. so the great attempt was kind of just um, created out of the aspirations of let's stop living in the what if and let's get to attempting and so it kind of follows my husband and I as we attempt challenges um, or attempt trying to figure out what it's like to be in a city for 24 hours or just like it it's it's taken on a form of its own which is great um, so we do have a lot of challenge videos but we also kind of um, will bring more serious conversations to the table like the first great attempt that this whole thing was kind of derived from was when I lived in LA the first time and I realized that so many people struggle with loving themselves. And so um, the, great wow, the great attempt at learning to love yourself was the first one that came um, and it was kind of like all these people, they seem like they're confident in who they are but at the deep root of them, they, they don't love themselves and so what if we change that what if we have the conversations of like what what is it that you don't love about yourself and like what steps can we take to learn to love ourselves and because that's like the biggest attempt in life is to have confidence in who you are because you're the one living this life um and our like our goal and hope for this channel is to create a community of attempters that um celebrate in your attempts as well as your failures because i mean you learn so much in failure, and it doesn't matter if you fail during all these attempts. It only matters if you give it a try. Mm -hmm. And so that's mm -hmm. really what the great attempt is. That's awesome. What have been some that. of your favorite yeah. attempts? Yeah. <laughs> what have been? Yeah, or like which? Yeah. What, I guess like which of your videos? But like, yeah, what yeah. are some of the attempts that you feel like you really learned from, or like mm -hmm. how to even just like a good time? Yeah. It? I would say... Taking notes. Oh my gosh. So, we, so we've um, tried to do a couple of different things. And, like, we had a lot of fun doing, like, the funny challenges. Like, we did um, couples yoga challenge. Oh, um, yes. And, um, <laughs> Wait, you do the, like, weird... You know, yeah, you what is do those? That? Like, the, the yoga couple thing? Acro yoga? Acro. Oh, yeah, acro. What? Yes. I mean, I don't, like, actively do it. I've tried it a well, couple times. Yeah, we've, like... 
It's a challenge video. Yeah. It seems impossible. I don't know. Wait, is that when you're like hanging on ropes? Fun. No, no, no. Acro yoga is like where you have a partner like laying on their back and they're like holding you up and then there's like another it's person. It's a lot of like resistance, like weight balancing. Yeah, it's a lot of balance. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we might have done a couple moves from that because it was like a couple that like we failed so hardcore. <laughs> Spoiler alert, but you can watch our attempt on there because it was so rough. Um, but it was a lot of fun and it was kind of interesting to try to balance. I mean, we're married, yeah, but like it was interesting to try to balance each other because mm-hmm. I, I was like sometimes he was the base, but I'm like no, I'm a strong independent woman. I'm gonna hold you. <laughs> but that one was really fun, man. Look that up. Yeah, I thought, I thought aerial thing. That's what oh, I thought. Aerial school too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we did that, um, and we've been kind of um, taking more turns into doing more challenge videos. But we are about to do some more like serious talks here, mm-hmm. and um, I think like I mean the great attempt at like marriage is really like it's mm-hmm. something that we're we're talking about like being open and talking with people because I mean. People showcase marriage as like you get married and happy happily ever ever after, yeah. or it doesn't work out. But like it's it's an interesting change, especially when you have two independent people adjusting to doing life together. And yeah. I mean it's a beautiful process. I'm not gonna lie, I love it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of challenges and like we there's that and like we also moved to a new city. I think we lived or I lived in three different cities in 2020, yeah. which was insane. And so mm-hmm. like just. The process of moving and stuff is crazy and so mm-hmm. um we've got some things coming up our sleeve so i'm i'm excited to see um where our channel takes us but yeah um i'm yeah those are the ones i'm really excited about is the yeah. more serious talks that we're gonna have mm-hmm. i think nice. marriage is also just such a great like topic for our generation i think mm-hmm. a lot i mean a lot of people I don't know. Are we like not getting married, but like mm-hmm. we waiting to get married? We're waiting to get married, so yeah. might as well learn a bit, like a thing or two about marriage while we're at it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. so and if you can do it in like an accessible and like kind of fun way yeah. too, mm-hmm. while also being real, is I think really awesome and yeah. beneficial. And people who come from uh, parents who are either like divorced or a lot of unsuccessful relationships that they've experienced personally, like mm-hmm. having that other opinion that they may not receive otherwise, mm-hmm. like out on the internet, would mm-hmm. be like really helpful too. Like I, I've met plenty of people whose parents are divorced, so they're like hesitant of marriage or they mm-hmm. have like negative opinions mm-hmm. on it, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Or there just is a lot of pain there. So they're like, yeah. I don't know that there's a way that this could be like a really cool, beautiful friendship, relationship, future, whatever yeah. type of thing. That's a good point. Cool. So then, so you have the great attempt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have your Etsy shop, right? Yeah. So you've been working on that. Yeah. And what was the other thing that you said um, that you were working Well, I, I, I'm also like a set decorator and right. like film and TV as well, yeah, yeah. Um, which I worked a lot in the Philly industry. Um, shout out to the Philly film department. Okay, you guys okay. are the best. I miss you guys. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Um, my Etsy shop, it's called Self-Made Creations, or Self-Made by Lynn, because someone took Self-Made Creations. Because my last name is now Self, so I'm like, I had to play on that. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. yeah um, but yeah, so um, with that, it was a lot of um, candle holders that I made from trees that um, had to be cut down in my um, parents' backyard and I when I was home I was like hey I want to take this lumber and like use it for something Mm -hmm. and I wanted to just make it for me so I could have a a piece of my childhood with me and I'm like well this is awesome I would love to just like have these rustic looking wooden candle holders um 
And yeah, so that's where that came from. Um, They're super cute. I have one. <laughs> I have one in my room. So uh, I only light the tea candles like every once in a while though, mm-hmm. because tea candles just they only burn for like yeah. what two three hours, and I'll like forget about my candles. So they'll just be like, <laughs> they'll, they'll I'll just come back and be like, oh wow, I already burned through that like in yeah. a day. So that's great. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> but it's really cute. I love like. I love anything that has like wood, yeah. live edge kind of mm-hmm. style to it. So it's literally cute. whenever you um, bought one, I was like, oh my gosh, the marble. I bought one for, oh, it was during Christmas time. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. I bought one for myself, and then I wa- bought one for my sister and my sister in law. So, mm. so they all cute. got little. Mm. Thank y'all. <laughs> And they yeah, watch the podcast and listen to podcasts too. They so do. Oh yeah, Jillian and uh, Whitney. Those um, candle holders that you have are from Lene. I hope you like them. <laughs> <laughs> Give a review on the Etsy shop. Yes. Well, I think I had to. Oh yeah. I left like yeah. two reviews because so like each each one each like purchase was like a review and I'm like well I mean they're not mine but like that's great I was like thank you so much oh my gosh reviews are everything on Etsy yeah Yeah. wait so I'm really curious being like in the industry Mm -hmm. and stuff and I don't know if there's a lot of like film industry people who listen to this podcast but like what is Dallas's like Mm -hmm. art and Mm -hmm. film community like because everyone's moving there it seems like or or Austin Mm -hmm. um so what you know, from your experience, even though it's only yeah. been a couple months. Maybe. Yeah, I can tell that, like, Dallas and Austin are very different. Mm-hmm. Like, Dallas is more, like, I guess you could say there's parts of it that's more bougie and, like, nice and clean and fancier. And then Austin's more, like, I guess you could say, like, artistic, hipster. Oh. But, but, but both mm-hmm. of them have, like, their own place. Because we, we're close to, like, there's different arts districts in Dallas, which I'm very happy because I love being around art. Um, but there, I know that there's a commercial kind of industry in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I personally haven't dove into there. Um, when we moved to Dallas, I was like, well, I can use my set design experience and maybe look into doing more interior design, um, and mm-hmm. interior decorating because of COVID and seeing what the gig like economy will be yeah, um, yeah. at the end of it is kind of been interesting. Um, but yeah, so I mean, if anybody is listening to this, we would love to hear because I am still a newbie in Texas. Yeah. And I suppose you did move during the pandemic. Yeah, so it's not like there was many yeah. job opportunities <laughs> to begin with. It's an exception. Or yeah. really being able to discover yeah. your local artisan friends because mm-hmm. it's not like people are having galleries or shows yeah. or film fe- Like, there's a Dallas Film Festival. I think so, yeah. yeah. A couple. There's yeah. an Austin Film Festival. Yeah, I oh, know Austin. that Austin yeah. is filming a lot of stuff right now. Um, yeah, so... And how far are the cities? Um, from each other. Um, I think it's, like, two and a half, three hours, maybe. Okay. Oh. So you yeah. could, like, easily commute. Yeah, yeah. So I'm probably, like, I'm looking into transitioning into, like, the acting sphere into Austin, um, because there are a lot of projects filming there. Um, gotcha. And looking into seeing what I can get on yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So, but, like, you have your YouTube channel, but you obviously want to continue doing, like acting and and set design and that kind of thing but like are you 
more concerned that one takes priority over the other? Like, how do you massage the creative juices of each <laughs> yeah, of those yeah. things? Like, it's do you get worn simultaneous, out? Like, like, it's, I do get worn out. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, lately, like, um, during the pandemic and stuff, like, um, especially this last couple months, like, because I've devoted so much time and energy into The Great Ascent, um, that, um, like, acting, like, kind of took a backseat. But, like, also, I was like, well, this is still a creative outlet and I'm able to, like, kind of perform and yeah. do that so Go it was yeah so that like <laughs> yeah. that eased it a little bit um mm-hmm. but with like interior design in Dallas and stuff like that kind of goes more for full-time stuff mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. I if I follow that path I'm struggling right now actually trying to see if like if I follow that path and get, like land a better job that I'm able to be like doing interior decorating then acting would take a backseat because I'm mm. not available to be mm. like because I'm I'm used to freelance and yeah, self-employment yeah. and like I, I love that type of realm of gig-based stuff but like if I'm if I have to get like a full-time job is like am I able to make it work if I do get called for a gig for acting yeah so it's an interesting thing and I'm like if anybody has, is listening that like they were like freelance based or excuse me <laughs> got some but if they like worked in freelance or was self-employed and then kind of made the transition in a career base to more like mm-hmm. working for a company how was that trans- transition and was it hard to adjust because I feel like it's going to be very hard mm-hmm. for me because mm-hmm. I'm just so here 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 is all these things yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was always like my biggest fear I think after like graduating or even in college I was just like running from anything that said go sit at a desk and do this mm-hmm. job for 55 years retire and die mm-hmm. I was like I will literally do anything but that because mm-hmm. I don't want to go to work and do the exact same thing every day but I did not realize that what they're doing at that desk job could be moving from position to position it could be gaining experience here and then going to another desk job mm-hmm. like there's nothing wrong with the desk job yeah it's like and the reliability is very nice like oh like, I have work yeah <laughs> cool that's a good thing I have a job I have insurance like all that mm-hmm. stuff's super great <laughs> but um I think that there's a, a realm of creativity that maybe mm-hmm. could happen there and is if your position is one with many tasks then maybe each day could be different yeah and that's i think that's the key there transitioning is like yeah. as long as each day can be different in a way i feel yeah. like similar i'm very i'm very much someone who needs change like i'm someone that like i if i'm running like there's a trail that um people go biking and running in Dallas and like i can't go on the same road the same time like every day I have to switch it up because mm. like I can't look at the same things every day mm-hmm. I'm like I have to go this way one day and then I'm going to switch it up and look at dif- something different the next day mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. just me I guess mm-hmm. you're like I just want to <coughs> mix it up and me. make it more exciting all that mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. you were married like uh how long ago you were married like it's like almost four years ago four years ago and you weren't you weren't working for a while right Mm -hmm. so you were like crafting and doing things and making little projects Mm -hmm. and stuff like that how was it for you going from like having free time to kind of just let your mind wander to then having to go into a job because now you work a full-time job and you worked a full-time job I mean it was definitely difficult like <laughs> I was did like, you still have like the same creative like like I don't know were you just 
worn down. Oh yeah, I was like too burnt out to do anything creative. Mm, I was like, I just need to sleep and like try to relax enough to make it through the next day. (laughs) So it took me like a long time before I was able to like, in my free time, like find the energy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So So how long do you feel like that adjustment period was to get back into like wanting to create your own projects again? My first job after that was uh, I was only there for like three, four months or something, and then I'm like, I can't do this, I have to quit. <laughs> and then so then from that, I had a couple months before my next job where I did have time. I got back into YouTube and mm-hmm. did all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my next job was more creative, and um, that's when I got that's when I got into like 3D modeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or 3D modeling, 3D printing, like for work. Mm-hmm. So that was a nice creative outlet. So. And then, like, that kind of made me feel better than just, like, a... I was working at the Amazon warehouse, so that was, like... Ugh. just It just drained oh, me, no, like, destroyed no. me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then after, like, after that, getting back into, like, a creative job, that kind of fueled it more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'm doing this, and this is fun, and I love it. So having a creative job gives you the energy yeah. to do creative right. jobs on the uh, side as well. Mm-hmm. I totally feel that working retail... Mm-hmm. Like, I feel so drained, like, working retail that I come back, I'm like, uh, some days I'm like, I would rather do anything but retail, like, I just want to be creative because I have all this creativity pent up, and mm-hmm. other days I'm just like, nope, goodbye world, and go mm-hmm. to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Because if it's something you don't enjoy, and, you know, like, you just have to do it because you need the money, Yeah. Mm-hmm. you're just so drained and tired and exhausted, and it's like, it, it's hard to find the energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's, the, it's finding that infusion, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Creative job. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I haven't really worked a full time like job that's not in my industry in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I feel like there's a benefit to that and but now I'm like used to my schedule. For me, I get burnt out because I have lots of free time because I go like gig by gig mm-hmm. and I have all these things, and I'm like working on them, and I'm like, oh, I need to post this, and I have this video that I want to edit, and I want to post it, and this and this, and then I don't get everything done, and then I'm on a job, mm-hmm. and it's like my whole focus and energy is on that job, mm-hmm. and I just like drop everything, and then I like beat myself up, because I'm like, I want to get these things out there into the world, like I've spent so much mm-hmm. time, like all this free time trying yeah. to do it. And now I'm not doing it. So, and I don't know. It's just like a whole weird game of yeah. like uh, the, the time management, or am I okay, like not releasing that stuff, like waiting till the end of my gig to get back to it? Like maybe should I just let go of those things <laughs> and do something else when I have free time? I don't know. It's a, that's a hard cycle. Yeah, it's a weird cycle. It. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like your regular job is like go to an office, eight hours, go home. Like yeah. sometimes your hours are crazy. Oh, They're like really mm-hmm. long. Or, yeah, work you know, seventy hours a week sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So it's not even like I really have time except for weekends. But then weekends I want to do tours and stuff. So mm-hmm. relax a little bit. Yeah, breathers. Have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so anything creative is just kind of thrown to the wayside, mm-hmm. at least until that job is done. So I just have to, like, push through. Um, but then afterwards, you're just so burnt out. You're just like, I just want to relax mm-hmm. and stuff. And then, oh, now I'm back into a gig again. Mm-hmm. 
I guess that's one of the curses <laughs> to the freelance yeah. model then. Yeah. It's like yeah. you have, you do have the ability to have this free time, but then you're like, how am I going to finish these things and how can I continue? Uh, man, that's, that's a hard one too. Yeah. If you yeah. want to have like a small business or a YouTube channel that's like, I'm going to post every Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not. You can't do that when you're yeah. working out mm-hmm. on a gig. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, drink your water, water your plants. Alas, <laughs> yeah. Take care of yourself. Health is important. <laughs> do but the those, best you can. Do the best you can. I think that's the moral here. Surround yourself with those things that, like, encourage you to keep going mm-hmm. no matter what it is. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. like you said yeah. earlier, Lene, like, take those moments to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. I think that I can get so caught up and just, like, go, like, hurry, like, find, find a solution, go to work, like, do the thing, whatever it is, when maybe that's not the best perspective to have when I should take a step back and question mm-hmm. everything. Like, why am I driving so hard for this direction? Should I be driving for a different direction? Yeah. Like reevaluating those roots. Yeah, it's definitely been a thing with acting as well. Like because it's like I've like I've had this dream, this desire and what I've been going for for years and like it's like you it's easy to get aggravated why when doors don't open up. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's kinda like if you continue to beat down a door that's not opening, like, you're kind of wasting your time and energy getting angry at a situation that, like, it might be the path to success or to the next door is a different way. Yeah. And so being, taking the step back and, like, having that discipline to step back and just, like, reevaluate is so mm-hmm. important in so many aspects of life. Mm-hmm. Something I definitely have tried to learn and get better at through the years. Take a step back, let your plant dry Dry out between waterings. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's it. Every so the the, the lesson of this yes. episode. Okay. Okay. Let your plant dry out thoroughly between waterings. And Ooh. let your goals dry out between like striving for them. So so evaluate whether or not they need to be properly cared for. Take a step back. Take a step back. <laughs> sit down. Don't have a water your... Yeah, have a cocktail. Yeah, sit down. Have a front 75. Sit, chat with your friends, reevaluate your whole life. And <laughs> I guess I need to like, do, go do like a nature walk after this oh, or something. No. Like, I feel a little like... It's a perfect night. It's raining. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's, let's all grab our umbrellas and just like go quietly walk. Like, let's not say a word. Just like go walk mm-hmm. amongst each this other. This sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we oh might do it. <laughs> all right. Well, oh, I think that calls for a cheers. Yeah, I think so. Hey, look, we're all empty. Yeah. Inside. But we're filled. We will be filled once we water again. Ayo. Right now we're at our dry spell, and then. Yeah. This is where and growth happens. We need a refill. We need a refill. That's what oh that means. Thanks for coming on the pod, Lenny. Thanks, thanks for having me, guys. I'm sorry yeah. I left your soul script. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was very refreshing. Oh it was. Yeah. It was the. It was the. Yeah, it was the cleanse. Mm. And you know, the cleanse the body. Go. It was the rainwater. Mm. Yeah. 
I love it. Well, thank you guys yes. for having me. It was such a fun time. For sure. Yay. Let's I'm get you on. Yeah. Ayo. Yes. If you love podcasts and believe they'll save the world just like we do, please subscribe and give us a review wherever you get your pods. You can find us on Instagram at The Rootbound Podcast and subscribe to our Patreon to get exclusive content like the video recordings of our episodes, which we call Plant POV. You can also write us on socials or at therootboundpodcast at gmail.com to ask us questions or to give us plant advice. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're just plant enthusiasts and we're learning just like y'all so tips and tricks are always welcome don't forget to check out our website therootboundpodcast.com which has our episode show notes in the show notes we include topics discussed in the episode like the featured plant tips and tricks and links to our favorite resources we also list the recipe for each episode's cocktail that emma creates that way you can drink along with us drink responsibly of course You can also find us individually. I'm at Emma R. Lead on social platforms. Where can we find you, Samara? You can find me on Instagram at Samara underscore Elke 9. And Yelena? You can find me on all socials at Yelena Ivy. Thank you for listening. Cheers! Cheers.